You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Like, why would I do that? Um, One of those seasons where I thought, why would you ask me to do all of this and sacrifice so much only to take it away? that the Lord was pulling me out of something to prepare me for something new and how I responded in that season mattered. Okay, Natalie, here's the scenario. So someone in a situation similar to yours finds themselves without that ministry they thought they were called to. What's the next move? How do we respond? What, what would Natalie do in this case? It was hard for us because my husband and I had to make the decision in that moment, do we stay or do we move back to Ohio where I can do what I want to do? And get chilly. And get chilly yeah. and eat good. And the, the the choice was obvious once we started praying and fasting was we have to figure out why God brought us here. And if we quit, we're never going to actually find that out. So for me, my office got moved and it was far away from all of my friends. It was down a dark hallway where the only reason people would stop to talk to me is because the bathroom was on the way there. (laughs) I felt so left behind. I felt forgotten. I felt like this platform I had was suddenly silenced. And what I learned in that time was that what felt like exile was actually an exodus. Mm. That the Lord was pulling me out of something to prepare me for something new. And how I responded in that season mattered. And I think for listeners, you have to know that resting is not quitting. And you might feel like you're tucked back somewhere where nobody sees you and you've been forgotten and your calling has been muted, but God is actually setting you up for something that could look totally different than what you signed up for to begin with. And we have to remember that our first choice isn't always God's best Mm. and that He will take us from what we think is our promised land and show us that it was just the tip of the iceberg that he has so much better for us if we're willing to surrender to him. And I, I had tantrums. I will be honest with you. My journals are pretty messy from that season Mm. of telling God how mad I was at him. But here's the thing, guys, God can handle it. Yeah, man. I believe that God can do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. You had imagined that this was arrival, you know, being given this platform for the opportunity to lead a much bigger congregation. But um, God had something better in store. And it was never for me about being famous or making the next big worship album. It was about being part of something. Mm. And I think a lot of us who have been hurt by the church, a lot of our hurt is coming from a deep agony of loss, not anger. We know that anger is a secondary emotion. So we come at, you know, the church mad because the church hurt me. And what I've realized is that the church didn't hurt me. I was just very deeply disappointed and it made me so sad that I was no longer part. And we all want to be part of something. And when we feel that's been taken from us, it's a grief that cannot be explained. Yeah. I'm always drawn to 2 Corinthians 12, where uh, Paul, again, talks about begging God to remove this thorn in his side. He did that three times, and finally he heard the Lord say, My grace is enough. It's all you need. 
my strength, the, the Lord's strength is made perfect in our weakness. Natalie, what I think I'm hearing you say is you had to come to a place of surrender so that you could be equipped for the next phase of this battle for you, the next phase of opportunity for you. And I am encouraged. I am one of the stayers because of you mm. and the Lord in you. And that's pretty awesome. It's humbling when we think that the Lord will use us at our lowest moment to reveal his strength. Because people want an algorithm. They want to know how, mm. how did Raise to Stay become what it is. And it was laying on my office floor having a tantrum and telling God that I felt like he bait and switched me. Mm. It was being honest like Job and saying, why, why have you forsaken me? Why have you yeah. taken everything, spiritual children, spiritual you know, gifts, whatever that looks like? And you know, I think we get influence and authority confused. Um, and visibility is not influence. Visibility is not authority. Sometimes the greatest impact we'll have on the kingdom is in those surrendered moments when we're on our knees and we're just asking God to remind us why He made us. Um, and that's where I have found the Lord has given me most authority in the kingdom has been in those moments when I could have quit and I didn't. Because Philippians 1.6, He who began a good work in us is faithful to complete it yeah. to the very end. Yeah even in our weakest moments. Yeah. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.